Hello and welcome to the Carbon Fibre Art Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Barnfield, and we are going to kick off with a bit about how I got into the world of carbon fibre. Um, so going right back, it started from quite a young age. I think I probably would have noticed Dad messing around in the shed and just being very, very curious, probably around eight, nine. Um, I used to polish moulds for him, wax stuff up, um, sand down different bits and pieces, probably stuff that didn't need sanding down. I think Dad was literally just trying to keep me occupied whilst he got on with stuff. Um, but he was great. He was so good at letting me just have a go at stuff. And even if I messed it up, he'd, he'd just... He wouldn't make a big deal out of it. He'd just tied it away and probably go and fix it later when I was in bed or something. Um, but yeah, he was really good. I do remember um, a little bit older when we were doing um, fiberglass balloons. I didn't even really know what they were for, but we did hundreds of them and they were in two halves. So you'd kind of gel coat these moulds. And then you'd obviously do your um, fiberglass that they were all made out of. Um, and then they'd go off and then you'd trim them off and then you'd put them back in the moulds. And then you'd push these moulds back together and then fill them so that they um, they were then bonded together. So you'd get this huge, absolutely huge fiberglass balloon. And all sorts of colours, hundreds of them like I said. But it wasn't until much, much later on he was showing me pictures of them. And they were actually for, I think it was Thompson Holiday Company. And they were shoved on these kind of metal rods and then stuck in a massive clown's head. It was like, it was it was a really sinister looking thing. It did not describe like happy, fun holiday time at all. So, um, yeah, that was a nice little weird intro into fiberglass and kind of making things. And that was really my first experience of, of making stuff out of um, fiberglass. Um, I went, obviously, I was at school at the time as well. So I was, you know, I didn't really get on with school. I didn't understand it. Um, it didn't really make any sense to me. Um, I, I did just think it was a complete waste of time. I enjoyed art. I always enjoyed art. Um, that was the one thing that I actually enjoyed doing at school. And I can remember having a teacher being sat behind his desk and um, there just being a like a pile of cardboard boxes in the room and we were like supposed to draw this. Um, so I ended up eventually making them into what looked like, you know, the old New York scene of the um, tower blocks um, buildings, um, just painting it in that. And I can remember the teacher coming round, giving me a book on money and saying, you paint like this. And, and with no other explanation, just this massive textbook on money. But I can remember flicking through it and thinking, wow, you know, there's this person that has had an amazing career painting in a similar style to, to the way I painted. Of course, then I started looking at artists and then most of them that were making any money or doing any 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 good at, at their kind of profession were all dead. So I did just think then at that point that, you know, there's no way I'm going to be able to become an artist. All the really good artists uh, making any money out of it are all, you know, gone. 
Um, so that put me off a little bit. It, um, that was quite a, 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 a one of those moments where you realise actually the thing that make you love and that makes you happy, you've got very little chance of, of accomplishing that. So that was quite gutting. Um, but I did go on um, and still followed the creative path. I went and did um, 3D design and display um, at college, which was great. I loved it. Um, that was a lot of making a lot of 3D moulds and things. Um, all sorts of displays and stuff. So you'd be making prop parts and um, window display parts and and that kind of thing. So yeah, always enjoyed 3D type stuff. Um, there was painting and there was um, like perspective drawing as well. So it's like art and a technical side to it as well. Um, so really enjoyed that. The only thing I regret really is that I seemed to be pushed. Everybody was kind of pushed towards graphic design. It was It was that kind of... I suppose in the 90s where everybody that did art was being pushed to go and do graphic design because it was just this um, creative job for creative people. So anybody creative, they'd be like, yeah, do graphic design. It's a brilliant idea. Um, so I went on to university and I did um, creative a degree in creative digital media, uh, which is great. Um, it is it was really good. It taught me so much, especially about kind of media. Um, not so much social media because it was a bit before um, the whole social media came out. But it did give me an insight on how to kind of work around those different platforms because um, they're all essentially the same thing. There was a lot of website design in that as well, which um, is kind of a little bit obsolete now that you can kind of just do it on any platform. <laughs> Um, and there's loads of things to help you with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, I, I got a lot out of it. But when I came back, I just started working with my dad. We were really natural falling back into working with my dad and helping him do whatever he had to do. Um, I think it's probably... I go back to it a lot because it's just one of those things that felt quite natural that I enjoyed doing. Um, and the weird thing is that the the whole conversation on how I actually got started doing carbon fibre based artwork was quite literally, hey dad, can I use this to do art with? And he's, he just replied, don't know. And, uh, <laughs> and that was it. So I just went ahead and started experimenting. Um, and it was great. It, I, I kind of got really obsessed with um, how it worked. Because I'd been doing mould making and that kind of thing with it. You've got, I have an idea of how it all worked with the way that I used it or what I wanted it to do. And it's weird because once you change your idea of what you want it to do you then have to kind of relearn how the materials work. So I spent ages and ages and ages um, with this idea of of this very kind of um, industrial product. And um, I did a lot of flowers and things because I loved the idea of that, um, the, the kind of natural world versus the very industrial world. And I don't know if a lot of you probably already know that um, the... 
carbon fiber is used a lot in the aerospace industry um, formula one use it quite a lot and in those in those industries carbon fiber is you know kind of forced into the um, shapes and the patterns that it needs to be it's super flexible it's amazing amazing material to work with it's so light it's got incredible flexibility it's crazy strong um, but yeah generally what you do is use carbon fiber to force it into exactly what shape you want it to be you make all the materials do what you want it to do and so I had so much fun and so much time to kind of get to grips with how it actually did things itself how how using the resins moved um, and the resins is is great as well because they have like I use a three-part um, kind of mixture so I have a resin I have a pigment and then I have a catalyst so I just put the pigment in the clear resin generally uh, mix it up till I've got the right color then probably use a smaller amount of that in a separate um, pot and then put a catalyst in it to make it go off that's brilliant because I spent a long time putting too much in so it went off and then it smokes and then it goes all sticky and then it just it just won't harden properly um, and it stinks and then sometimes you put too too little in and then it just won't go off at all or it takes a week to go off um, so yeah there's there was a lot to learn but I did spend I reckon probably around a good three years really get into grips with with how it worked and and how to kind of best put what I do art wise in with the materials I was now using um but I've got to I think I've got to a point now where it's starting to look good <laughs> Um, but ironically, again, one of the one of the very early things I did was a, a, Lam a Lamborghini Contash, and it it just didn't do that well. I mean, it was one of the things I posted, and it it just didn't seem to get any kind of reception, which is weird because I generally thought, you know, like I love painting cars. That is definitely, on carbon fibre, that's definitely going to be th something that people are interested in. But no, they, uh, to, at the beginning, they just didn't do that well. And big pictures, big paintings, massive paintings, like I found that also small paintings didn't do great. It was the, you know, metre paintings that did really well of flowers, which... Um, it's kind of bizarre really because it's so far apart from from the kind of industry standard that that holds carbon fiber and fiberglass that you just you wouldn't naturally assume that that is would be how it how it was going to be um but yeah it wasn't until i think i i think kind of 18 months ago um i had um lenny urban uh, from Urban Automotives that posted a piece of my work on social media that it literally just went batshit absolutely crazy I got I think he posted it um one evening and my phone just went bonkers literally bonkers it took me hours to to reply to everybody and I just had 
just non-stop commissions then. So that's what I've been doing from this point onwards, is um, uh, just kind of working with um, commissions. Um, this year, I managed to get to Goodwood Festival of Speed, which was great, because it was the first time I'd actually managed to get um, a few pictures together and just, you know, actually go and exhibit them somewhere, uh, which is great because normally I will literally just go from one commission to the next to the next. Um, so it was really good to actually get out with the artwork, talk to people, which I enjoyed immensely because I have bored the hell out of my entire family <laughs> about carbon fibre. No one will talk to me about it anymore and no one will ask me, oh, how's, carbon, how's the artwork doing or anything? Because I'll literally go on about carbon fibre forever. For as long as you're listening to it, I'll talk about it. But um, yeah, no one will ask me that. So it was great to get down there and actually speak to people that, that, that really have a passion for it. It's great, really good. So I think... Uh, yeah, plans for for next year. Um, loads more events, definitely. I'll um, I'll definitely get that sorted. Do lots more events so I can speak to people. Also, events are brilliant because you get this like little event family. Um, and I had, uh, I met um, Harry from uh, Garage Style. Um, he was great, <coughs> really really great. Um, and he made coffee. He had like um, a trailer and he had like a kettle in there and everything so you could run over and get coffee. It also helps as well to get a little family going around you because then you can run off to the toilet. Otherwise, you're really stuck. <laughs> Holding it for kind of like 12, 12 hours is not, not fun in any way. So, yeah, it definitely, definitely works out. Oh, another guy we were next to... Um, creative station and they were brilliant because they were these big metal drums and then they had like a gaming station inside them it's amazing you definitely need to check those out they were great um but yeah definitely worth doing um events if you're ever looking into events they're brilliant also goodwood of festival festival of speed was just awesome there was so much going on all the time and we were right next to the um uh, red bull event area so um kind of i think three four times a day we had like a little um race that we could just sit and watch as well so so that was great but yeah so for next year more events definitely that was loads and loads of fun and um lots of commissions <laughs> but um we'll uh, we'll see what it brings but um yeah i'm really happy just doing the commissions at the moment and getting to those events they um they are generally making it all worth it um but yeah i'll post um pretty much non-stop to um instagram i'm on instagram twitter and facebook and linkedin now um, um and they're all carbon fiber art so at instagram is at carbon fiber art twitter is at carbon fiber art um i think facebook is the same carbon fiber art um uh, LinkedIn, it's Katie Barnfield, and then it says Carbon Fibre Art underneath that too. So um, you can grab those. And the website is also www.carbonfibreart.co.uk. Um, and if you have any questions for the podcast, because I will be doing this, um, like hopefully quite often, you can email me. Um, again, it is just carbonfibreart at mail.com. Um, so super easy one. 
home because I've had lots of ones that aren't so easy to remember. <laughs> Short and sweet. Um, but yeah, get in touch if there's any questions that you want to ask. Hopefully next podcast, I am hoping that Dad will say yes to a little interview. Although he won't like it, but we'll we try and get him to get in there on the interview. Because I know I've had quite a few questions on um, a lot of people asking about mould making. Um, how easy is it? Or how difficult is it? What are the good pointers for it? Um, Ten things you kind of wished you knew before you started type thing. So we'll do that next and um, we'll try and get Dad involved. So um, that's it for now. Like I said, any questions, get them emailed over and we'll answer them in the podcast. Next up, Dad. So if you've got any um, mould making questions, perfect time to shoot them over. Okay, thanks for listening and um, see you again. Bye.